It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a strong rhyme to step to. Think of how many weeks shows you slept through. Time's up. I'm sorry I kept you. Thinking of this, you keep repeating your mess. The rhyme from the microphone solo. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Lexicon here. And not just solo this time around. This isn't the report. This is the Ringside Report, episode 44. And with me, as it should be, Lee. What's up, Lee? What's going on, man? <laughs> it's been a very long time, as the song said. Uh, I think it's been two, three months now since we've we've done a show. But no, it hasn't been that long. I don't think we 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 stopped the well mid December, I think. Mid mid December, so it's been about a month and a half uh, since we we did a show. Now we were supposed to finish out on twrnetwork.com. We were supposed to do a couple of uh, last shows and our final battle show. Um, unfortunately, that was my fault. I My internet situation went all crazy. In fact, I'm broadcasting on my new internet here. It's the fastest internet I've ever had. I've always, I've always wanted internet as fast as this, but there is a problem with the internet. And unfortunately, it could rear its head today. Hopefully, it doesn't, though. Um, occasionally, it drops. It, the modem just shuts off and it drops. So hopefully that doesn't happen today, and we'll get through this uh, all right. But um, but you you took a kind of like a sabbatical from the internet, almost. How like uh, let the people know how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Actually, um, I am intending on taking a longer one, but I, I just missed y'all so much, and it was kind of difficult to do it. I plan I'd actually planned on being gone until maybe April. And don't get me wrong, I, I really enjoyed this that time. I got so much done and so much achieved just because I, you know, the internet wasn't the only thing that I had, uh, you know, I had stepped away from. So, you know, it was it was nice. I've been good. I've been, uh, you know, taking on some other things as far as my businesses on the side and just trying to spend more time with family and, you know, just, just do some things that I, I promised myself that I wanted to uh that I wanted to be able to do. So it's been good. February is coming up and I got another challenge for myself. I'm going to, um, there's only one thing I plan on getting in February and I, I already set the money aside for it. And that's my AJ Styles DVD that from, came out. From, but from other than that, I don't plan on spending any money that I don't need to spend in February. Cause I want to see, you know, I want to see if I can really, I want to see if I can discipline myself for this one month to, you notice I took the shortest month to try this, right? But <laughs> I want to, I want to see if I can discipline myself to that degree. Uh, because one day I was going through my wallet and uh, usually I'll pay with something with my card and I'll just put the receipts in there. At the end of the day, I'll pull them out. And I looked at it and I was like, this is all stuff that I really don't need. And I started adding it up and I was like, wow, I, you know, I say I don't have money for certain things, but yeah, here it is right here. Right. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to try that out. And uh, that's pretty much it. Everything else has been going good, though. I haven't been able to catch wrestling like I would have hoped. Haven't seen, to be honest with you, I haven't seen much wrestling since I went to go see the last TV tapings. And um, you know, so I will see it. Um, I'll see this next group of tapings coming up this coming week, and then ROH won't be back here for a while, to my understanding. So, yeah, you know. uh, I kind of did, did the same thing. Like I, I took a sabbatical from wrestling, and. Uh, because Ring of Honor, they didn't really have anything going besides the Road Rage stuff. And so what I did was um, I kind of just went back and watched a lot of old school stuff. Old school for me, at least, you know. And um, I kind of 
dove deep into that that you know the attitude era and and what's in Japan and, and stuff like that. And it was nice. It was really nice to kind of have that break of not having to worry about what's going on up to date, up to the minute, you know, kind of stuff. So, um, really, uh, I think it was good for both of us. We've got a ton to talk about. Um, we're not going to do a final battle review because, you know, that it, it's it's long gone now. But uh, you did see the event. What'd you think of it in general, at least? Um, I, you know, these days I'm wondering, really, like, if my expectations for things are just a little too high. Um, I think it had some good matches on there, some good spots, and, you know, I just, I guess the last thing that was left in my mouth, last taste, was the, the main event, and it just seemed kind of one-sided to me. I was just looking for a little more. I had a feeling that I wouldn't see El Generico after this for a while. I just had that feeling, and I just was hoping that this would have been, you know, the culmination of 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 that those years and years. I mean, when I when I first got into ROH, I remember you showed me that video package and got me hooked on the feud between those two, of when uh, you know, Stain had turned on Generico and you know, so I was waiting for this because I was like, this is, might be something real good, and uh, it just it just took a weird twist. There was and I there think was something the missing, people... right? There was something missing, like. It... I mean, Do you know what it is? Tell me what it is if you know, because I just can't put my finger on it. Neither can I. I, I mean, the match itself was fine. Um, I think it was just the setup was okay because they did the whole glory by honor thing with the mask in the box. That was awesome. I think everybody got excited for it. The Hammerstein Ballroom was sold out completely. Um, I think it was all there except for the fact that. Um, I think we were all expecting something different other than Kevin Steen winning and just that being it. You know, it, at at the time Generico had the the rumors hadn't been confirmed that he was going to WWE. And so we thought, well maybe maybe Jer Generico could win and then Lethal take it from him cuz they were hyping up this Lethal thing again, another thing that just it, it didn't happen, you know. They they find a, they found a way out of it. Another thing that didn't happen, they didn't have their brand new um, color commentator there, which they said they were hyping up as well, which the rumor was it was supposed to be Adam Pierce. Um, obviously, he wasn't there, and obviously, he wasn't there at the, the TV tapings either. It was uh, Caleb Seltzer again. But you're right, there was something missing, and I can't exactly put my finger on it. Uh, but the whole event itself kind of felt like just a normal pay per view, whereas it should feel like. Ring of Honor's biggest pay-per-view. Uh, I don't know what it was, but that's it. What you just said, yeah, that that was perfect right there. It you expected that to be. I I, I have I usually have high expectations for that and um, best in the world. Yeah. Uh, I I just I just those two for some reason I just feel like they should be, um, the big two that that you know really stand out. Uh, this one was just kind of awkward. And, um, you know, I felt I, – and I did kind of feel lied to, and I didn't like that. I remember Dixie Carter used to do that in TNA with her tweets and stuff. And I did because I felt like, you know, there was going to be this big thing with Jay Lethal and, and somehow, some way, you know, something. Yeah. And it was like, you know, Steen won, and then they showed the credits. I mean, they showed the little, you know, ROH 2012 <laughs> and ROH Entertainment 2012. And yeah. I remember um, this was around the time uh, – you couldn't see it because of your internet – and I watched it, and I actually, Wario was, uh, we were watching it together. Mm -hmm. 
and we were you know chatting back and forth about it and we were like wow that's it <laughs> but um yeah, i mean because that's the thing with me too is like i didn't get internet until christmas eve which was uh god that was probably almost two weeks after the event so um not that it was overhyped because i mainly talked to wario about it and not that he overhyped it or anything but he said it was a good event and it was for the wrestling standpoint it wasn't a bad event but overall there was just like this thing missing and it was like it ended and i'm like oh okay you know that was an awesome spot at the end and and that's great and everything but it really looks like they're trying to end some of the stuff that was put in place before like the year prior you know what i mean they were just trying to finish it completely maybe they knew generico was going to the wwe and they said okay well let's get this one last match out of him and steam yeah i mean i'm i don't know i mean it's just i guess the reason why i felt that way is because to my understanding generico and steam are close right i mean they and i just would think that they would I mean, you just kind of if that if that indeed was the case, you just would expect for, you know, just those guys just to put each other over. Right. And at one point, I was waiting for the transition. I was waiting for. I was like, okay, you know, Steen's getting a lot off. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. El Generico had a couple of moments, but they were just moments. But Kevin Steen just kind of had his way with him. I I enjoyed their ladder match, and I was excited because I saw their ladder match at PWG at Steenwolf, and I enjoyed that one a lot better to be honest. Right. Uh. Well. Uh- Again, I don't get to see PWG, excuse me. I don't get to see a lot of that. I mean, you have a cousin that that gets the the tapes or the DVDs, tapes. I don't use tapes anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what do you think about uh, Generico heading to WWE? You know, it's kind of like how we feel about a lot of wrestlers that we like that go, or anybody for that reason. You're excited for them in the sense of, they put in a lot of hard work and you want them to be able to reap the benefits, you know, of their labor. But at the same time, you just you hope deep down inside that they are used correctly in a way that really displays um, that their athleticism. You know, they're just just what they do and what they love to do. Um, I, the biggest thing I hear going around is that, you know, when he get there, people are like the mask is going to come off. Right. Um, I think it's a lot of money to be made with that mask if they w- want to do it that way. But if they have in their mind, they think, I mean, you never know with them. They might be like, you know, uh, we already have Kane, Sankar, and Mysterio. We don't need somebody else. And uh, to my, wasn't Del Rio under a mask before he came? Yeah, yeah, Good. he was. Uh, I don't know if he was, I, I'm, I don't know if he was strictly under a mask, but for the most part, that's who he was known as. Uh, okay. But I just think it's a lot of money to be made with El Generico, and if if, if they really, really use him in, in the right way, um, he can really do do a lot. Of, I mean, I, I can see a lot of children, and he's the one guy where you can have the children and the, the adults get behind. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm a son of a bitch for not having PWG. Thank you, chat, for for reinstating that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I I think Generico. Um, should be allowed to keep his gimmick and uh, not have to sell it to WWE and be able to use his gimmick in the WWE. Like you said, there's a lot of money to be made with that gimmick. Imagine the arenas chanting ole, ole, ole. It would be incredible. Can you imagine that at a WrestleMania? Exactly. Can you imagine that? Oh my gosh. That would be nuts. It would literally be like, you know, a soccer match. And, yeah. Uh, I think that's what WWE wants to go towards is that, that uh, you know, that huge stadium feel and 
Um, I think Triple H, as many as many people knock him for whatever reason, I think he gets it. I think he he, he does. I agree with you 100. Yeah. percent I'm glad you said that. I think he does. I I knocked him for what he's done in the past as far as being a performer, etc. But I think when it comes to this new role he'll be in, I'm excited to see what he'll do. Uh, I'm I'm kind of sad that he's taking all these people away. <laughs> I can't like I can't lie about that. You know. I, it wasn't like I saw Generico a ton anyway, so that I'm okay with. But hearing that Adam Cole is on the list, quote-unquote... I'm pissed about that, man. I'm pissed. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, just when he's... He hasn't even won the world title yet, you know? He's still ramping up and everything. And if he gets cut short of, you know, not winning the ROH title and, and, and going before then, that's going to suck. It's going to really well, I think, suck. I think ROH is in trouble, Lex, because it's not just them. I mean... On TNT, they were remember they would it was the whole gut check page where they were oh, talking about all yeah. these people that could potentially go there, and I was like, "What the hell?" That gut that gut check page, and if you haven't seen it, uh, TNA has um, a gut check tournament on their website where the fans vote for people. I I guess uh, I mean I'm not 100 percent clear on it, but there's literally hundreds and hundreds of uh, independent wrestlers on this list. And they, they have their names, some of them have their names changed, like uh, Sammy Callahan with Sammy Johnson or something like that, you know. And I'm, I'm wondering, are they, do they know that they, they're on this, this list? <laughs> well, my question is I want to know is they want people to vote. And unless you click on there, I wouldn't know who Sammy Johnson is. Right. I wouldn't know who Adrian Reese is. I mean, you know who Tommaso is, but I could see why wouldn't they just have them by their indie name and then – Afterwards, they could just make them over or whatever. I mean, because they're going to be gone in developmental for a while anyway. Uh, but to to change it like that, I mean, unless you click on each person, you know, you wouldn't know who some of these people are. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think um, the whole they they used how many re, how much resources and how many uh, you know man hours renaming all those people who they aren't going to use ninety uh, percent of them. And, uh, again, I just I don't know if they know they're on this list. You know, like Bobby Fish, Tommaso Ciampa, Sammy Callahan, Sugar Dunker Dunkerton. They were all uh, – Athena Reese. I saw that, and I was like, whoa, you know. Uh, obviously, there's somebody out there. And you were – okay, I want to bring up this now because um, you were on Wrestling Call-In Show last night. And <laughs> <laughs> I got home probably about 10 o'clock from work, and I turned it on. I, and usually Wrestling Call-In Show is wrapping up about then. And I, I tuned in, and um, I hear a bunch of people yelling at each other. And then I hear you, and you're kind of, um, you're kind of going off on – you guys went off on TNA at, at one point about Dixie Carter and this and that. And I, I almost called in, but I wanted to save the reunion for today. And I also didn't want to add to the, the shouting that was going on. But TNA has the opportunity to go out and sign uh, several independent wrestlers before the WWE does and offer them lower deals, and those people might take it. And you've seen it before. With Let's just, let's just use the Young Bucks as an example. Okay, they signed them to contracts. They weren't making a ton of money, but the Young Bucks were theirs. And they completely fumbled the ball with the Young Bucks, as did Ring of Honor. Um, but they have a chance. Of, Sammy Callahan, how is this guy not signed? 
I, I know. And, and they don't even have to do this stupid-ass gut check thing. They can go out and say, Sammy, here's a contract. Assuming, you know, the whole... I, I heard Sammy was on the list for WWE as well. You know, assuming Sammy agrees to it. You know, they. but it's not just him. How about ACH? There's a guy with unlimited potential, and they're not going after him and giving him a low contract that they can sign him in for a couple of years and, and rocket him. I, I do not understand their, their talent evaluation. And even the people that win on gut, gut check, they just go down to OVW and, and uh, I don't know I don't even know what they're doing. What about Taylor? I don't Hendricks? think they I don't think they have a I'm with you. I don't think they have a reason for doing it. But it, the question I saw what you posted that uh and I don't wanna this this all ties in that Lethal was gonna be going over to um P W G yep. for a tour, you know, just maybe it's just for one time, maybe it's but it just baffles me how PWG can fly in these people. It's not an issue. I don't know what agreements they have. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe these people, they split the car. I don't know. But, you know, that that happens. And why can't these guys that, – that's what irritates me with ROH because they have the opportunity to keep these some of those guys from the West over here. Mm -hmm. And they, they let them go, you know. And uh, I'm with you on TNA. I mean, TNA just – the only thing I've read about they have this new uh, one-night – one night stand or one night only thing. See, that's the TNA wrestling I wouldn't mind watching. I wouldn't mind watching that. Standalone pay per views have nothing to do with the storylines. I looked down that list and I was interested to see a lot of that stuff. I mean, right. the the World Cup and all that. I mean, that's that's going to be you know some cool stuff. But as far as them signing people and just kind of, I thought Gut Check was just a storyline, but evidently this is something that's a uh, part storyline, part true. Like, these people really fill out applications, and they apply, and they try to get a job with TNA. But like you said, they go to OVW, and they kind of get lost. Yeah, they're just they're there, and they're, I mean... Because what happened to Kenny King? What is he... Well, he took, I from what I understand, he took a personal hiatus. Like, he said, I need some time off, and TNA... Well, he should have did that before he even went over it. <laughs> exactly. I think he just jumped on the contract. Obviously, he just jumped on the contract, because he left uh, Ring of Honor and Rhett Titus high and dry with those titles. So, um... But I, he's back now, to what I understand. He had a match with Rob Van Dam, which, you know, I heard it wasn't very good, but I heard that from Double A, so you have to take that with a grain of salt. And uh, I guess he's just there now. But um, I don't want TNA to steal Ring of Honor's idea or gimmick or whatever you, whatever you want to call it. But why are they not focusing on the wrestling aspect? Why are they not being that alternative to WWE? Why are they trying to be WWE light? I don't understand that. Like, I think this these pay-per-views that they're doing, when I look at that, that looks like the alternative. Their impact looks like WWE light. I mean, I heard, I, I haven't watched Impact in months and months and months. But I heard they had a wedding with Brooke Hogan and Bully Ray. And, I mean, I get the the car crash. People want to see that kind of stuff. Maybe they're not. They, maybe they don't <laughs> like it. Maybe they're not interested in it. But at the same time, don't you understand how silly that makes your product look? How how, yeah. how stupid and cheap it looks after that. I, you know, there's got to be some line drawn in the sand. You know, and the fact that TNA can work with with guys like they worked with AAA before, and they work with New Japan before and they go over overseas and they sell out arenas in the UK. Well, they have commitment issues I think Lex because 
they pick something up. And maybe WWE has it too, and I just don't notice that I, I haven't watched that consistently. But from what I saw on TNA and what I hear, they have commitment issues because um, not too long ago, maybe a year or so ago, a year and a half, they had a campaign where wrestling matters, but then most of their product is storyline. And then they had, uh, to my understanding, they had the whole thing with uh, Destination X. If you win Destination X, I mean, if you're the X Division champion, you can cash in the title and now yeah. Destination X is gone. So are they going to do that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, but the thing about Destination X, and I said it immediately when I heard it, that is going to kill the X Division title. If you have the X Division champion cashing in his X Division championship to get a, a shot at the world title, that kills the, the X Division belt because you're automatically saying that this X Division title is not worth keeping. I'd rather gamble it and, and take a shot at the world title. Now, I understand that that kind of helps the world title a little bit, but the world title doesn't need help, in my opinion. What needs help... In fact, they should have never taken it off Bobby Roode in the first place. Thank you. Thank you. He, Thank he you. should still... I don't know if he should still be champion, but they should have made the switch to Ares at Bound for Glory. And they would have had the build-up, build up, and they would have sold the pay-per-views. And It's just booking 101, and how they blow this shit boggles my mind, because they keep a steady rating on Impact, no matter what they do. Literally, they can do anything they want to do. They can bring Sting out of retirement. They can do this Aces and Eights shit, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't change the rating hardly at all. Well, let me tell you this. Before we got on the air, I was lying down, and I, I was on my cell phone, and I watched um, uh, on YouTube. Um, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I don't know if anybody watches Impact like that. But they had uh, yesterday, they had the tapings or whatever in Manchester, I think it was, for Impact. Right. Yeah. And it showed... Um, the two newest members of uh, Aces and Eights, and it showed uh, Aries and Rude win the tag team championship. Oh. And um, Aries did the 450 splash. It's on YouTube, which oh. he said he wasn't going to do that, and he did it. So I was kind of <laughs> shocked. And um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, so now he's a triple crown champion. That was quick. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. The, the whole thing what happened last night, and I was venting. You know, I had some frustration was because. You know, in this day and age, I, I, they want to say smarts or marks, whatever these terms they use, but wrestling fans have got to be smarter than what they've been. And the fact that you have people that are hating wrestlers, hating, hating people, yeah. hating people. And I'm not just talking about for the sake of entertainment, doing a show, you know, because, I mean, that's that's fine. You know, we have little gimmick moments, whatever, just like wrestling does. But there are people, listeners, some listeners who hate, I mean, they really literally hate John Cena. They literally hate the rock. They hate these people. Like, they took money out their pocket or they did something <laughs> to their family or something. And I don't understand that. I just don't. Yeah. Well, they so, I mean, that fueled the whole love. thing. And, uh, and I, like I said, I'll go back and listen to the replay. I don't know what all happened. It was like a big blur. <laughs> <laughs> I know that there was a lot of talk about ratings and whether or not they matter uh, anymore and stuff like that. You know, and... and of course, ratings do matter in the sense that the the network cares about them, and Vince McMahon's answering to the networks. He's not answering to the fans, really. Um, and the fact that ratings don't matter in the sense that you can bring on, you can break continuity and have a, a bigger rating than you did when you had this amazing storyline going, because you bring in someone like The Rock. So you know, we as fans should not care about the rating. We as fans should not care care about buy rates 
or how much money was made. But this does play a factor in what WWE does. If The Rock makes WWE, you know, a hundred million dollars off of WrestleMania, they're obviously going to go to the well again the next year, which is what they're doing, obviously. And uh, Royal Rumbles tonight. What, what you care about the Royal Rumble? You have any picks or anything? Like I that? actually like the. I actually always have liked the Rumble match, and it's not just for who wins. Uh, call me corny or whatever. I like to just see like little surprise entrance. That's always been fun to me, just seeing someone come down. Because you know what's going to happen. You know you're going to get somebody who you haven't seen in a while come down. They're not going to win, but they're going to, you know, you have that little nostalgia moment. And um, that's going to be pretty cool. So I just happened to have off tonight. Yeah. I didn't ask for it. And I'm going to go ahead and um, I think they gave it to me this Sunday because next Sunday we all got to work. Because, you know, people going to – that's kind of torture for a lot of Baltimore fans that work at my store because you that's have nuts. to work. That's nuts. <laughs> but, <laughs> but people really won't be working. But, uh, yeah, I gotcha. You know. So let's start – I mean, Baltimore Ravens, Super Bowl. You called it, didn't you? I did. They're my pick. They were my pick in the beginning of the year to uh, win the Super Bowl. Are you serious? Yeah, Uh, I had I had them versus the Giants with them going over the Giants. Obviously, the Giants didn't make the playoffs, so it's way off there. But uh, Ravens still alive. That's great. But even more importantly, look at the uh, geography here: Baltimore versus Northern California. It's a ringside report Super Bowl here. It's nuts. How how yeah. how's the city of Baltimore responded to the Ravens? Have they gone absolutely nuts? Because when the San Francisco Giants won the World Series, they were fucking blowing up buses and shit over here. Damn. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, people in Baltimore automatically go crazy over Ravens anyway. Right. I mean, every game is we we have Purple Fridays, and every game, you know, people are. I I never forget back in 2008, um, I was a manager at this big box retailer and it was a guy who um i ended up having to fire him that night because he got into a fight in the break room he started throwing chairs and stuff because um i want to say at the time and you know better than me that the coach was somebody named Belichick or something uh yeah bill Belichick. okay well somebody said something about him and he <laughs> lost it i mean he flipped the hell out um he just thought, what did you say? What did you say? And he launching chairs across the, across the break room. And then wow. he told this girl he was going to get his wife to come. To, I mean, it was it got bad. <laughs> and, uh, that's how passionate he was about it. And it was worth his job, I guess, to him. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, people here are going, you know, they have like uh, – they still have Christmas lights up, but they're all purple. <laughs> and <laughs> and it's, it's just it's just that's been awesome. something. So, um I just remember back when they won, when the Ravens won in 2000, you know, 2001, I believe. It was just a lot of high energy here. People were really excited, and it lasted for a long time. So, with I think it's more emotional at this point because this is Ray Lewis's last year, he says. So, yeah. people really want them to pull through. But um, I'm not a huge football fan, but, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be by the TV watching to see what happens. And I hope Good. they win personally. But, of course, I'll know. be by the TV because, you know, I'm a football oh, Of course. Fan. But... I mean, it's an awesome story. Um, I really... The reason I pick the Ravens... I I have a weird selection rule that I have. Um, Half of it... Or I shouldn't say half, because it's broken down to a lot of parts. Some of it is based on the Super Bowls that I've seen while playing Madden. I think that's a little crazy, but it's worked a lot of the time. Like, I'll get half of it right... Like last year, I I, I said uh, I said Pittsburgh and New York 
we're going to be in the Super Bowl and Pittsburgh wins. Ended up being uh, New England and New York in the Super Bowl and New York won. So um, I also base it kind of on, you know, what I think is going to happen. I, I thought Ray Lewis was going to have his last year in the NFL. And I said, this is this is going to be his year. He's going to win a championship on his last year. It's going to happen. But, I, you know, of course, I know I don't know anything about football in the grand scheme of things. And I don't bet on football anymore because I lost a lot of money before. So <laughs> well, let uh, me ask you one quick question. though. No, I do have to ask you one quick question because yeah. I know you know the answer to this. And I'm clueless. Um, so I walk into the room, my wife watching the shows that she watched where they talk about uh, Hollywood Insider or something like that. They come on like in, in the evening. And uh, there's some football player who has like this girlfriend who's supposed to call him. but she. <laughs> what the hell is going on with that? Well, uh, what the hell? Because I'm clueless <laughs> on what's going on. And uh, by the way, if you're listening to us on iTunes, we have a YouTube page that you should definitely check out. It's Ringside Report TWR. Um, and I do a solo show on there because we haven't been able to get together and, and do a joint show in a while. So I've been doing a solo show, and I talk about this. The guy's name is Manti Teo. He is a linebacker for Notre Dame, and he's been a top prospect for a while now. Um, you know, and the, the, basically, he's a good player, but he's not a great player. But he has good character, and that kind of adds up to his skill. You know, and they they put that on top. So that's kind of what rose him into the discussion of winning awards and being a top draft pick and all that. So he has this girlfriend during the season, and and during the season, it's like a long distance relationship. And you know, she lives on the West Coast, and you know, he's up in South Bend, Indiana. And uh, they have this long-distance relationship, and um, Manti's grandmother dies, okay? And then, I think it was six hours later, his girlfriend dies. It might have been swapped, but they die within six hours of each other. His girlfriend dies of leukemia, okay? And, um, you know, he's like, oh, you know, she she was on her deathbed, and she said, you know, just go play football. You know, don't, don't, don't worry about me. Go play football. You know, you can't do any good by, you know coming and seeing me so he it's this big media the media clamps onto this like oh my god this is such a this was like a movie type story and then um come to find out this site deadspin breaks the news that this 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 girlfriend never existed and that she was um you you've, you've seen the show uh or know about the show catfish it's, I've never heard of it. It's a big deal um, now. It, it's basically people who have long-distance relationships over the Internet, and they, it come, come to find out they aren't the real person that they've been sending photos of and stuff like that. It, I mean, it's been happening for a long time now. It just has an official name now. So this girl never existed, and now <laughs> uh, Manti looks stupid. E- either he looks guilty as hell for making up this person, or he looks stupid as hell for believing that this person existed. And uh, everybody's clamping onto it, and it, and it might affect where he gets drafted and stuff like that. It's nuts. It's crazy. It isn't. It shouldn't even be that big of a story, but I think the media feels like they got duped uh, when they when they covered it so much and did interviews with him about this girlfriend, and then come to find out she doesn't exist, and they wasted all that time. But um, it's it's crazy. It's taken on a life of its own. Obviously, you. Well, how did people it. on the outside? How did the media get a whole? I mean, like. 
it's just one of those things where you hear the the media hears, oh, he has a girlfriend, uh, long distance. He talks about her in interviews and stuff like he, that. It, does he talk? Because I mean, when I passed through, he didn't look too bright, seemed too bright. He's just kind of <laughs> seemed like really lost about where he was in life. He does. I mean, that's the one thing that you, if you if you're wondering whether or not he's in on this hoax or not, I don't think so. He seems like he's very gullible, like he's good-hearted and everything like that, and he just believes whatever. Um, and, and people say, you know, why wouldn't he just grab a real girlfriend right where he lives up in South Bend for, you know, when he lives there for playing football and going to school? And, uh, you know, I, I don't know South Bend personally, but I don't think the girls are too great up there. They, you know, it's not like it's not like a party school. It's not like Miami, you know. It, it's South Bend where it's always 10 degrees below zero, you know, so... I don't know. It, it's weird. It's it's a weird situation, and um, <laughs> it it happens in wrestling all the time too. You know the personal stories that come out about wrestlers, and then all these fans cling to them, and they shouldn't care as much as they do, but they end up caring a lot and stuff like that. You know, like Jake the Snake Roberts is a perfect example. People are posting before and after photos of him, and you know it's just like that. That's good for Jake, but really, who who cares? <laughs> I don't, I guess, but uh, uh, there you go, there you go. <laughs> it's it's and this is like my favorite time of year. It's like getting ready for the draft. I love the draft. It's it's excellent. But all you can hear about is this Manti Teo story about whether or not he was lying and whether or not uh, scouts can trust him and this and that. So it's really shouldn't really shouldn't spend more time on it than we are. Oh, wow, because he because he has a, a lie that got out. I mean, like they haven't lied to him. Like they don't lie. That's yeah, the thing. Exactly. I mean, it's... you got all these people that's judging people. Like they right. they do no wrong. Yeah, that's what happened, man. Well, the big thing is they're they're getting. I I kind of get it in the sense of they're getting ready to spend millions of dollars on these people. They gotta know everything about them to know whether or not they're gonna turn out to. Be. And even then, the process doesn't work all the time because you get. All I gotta do is go on their Facebook. <laughs> It's gotten a lot. It's it, I've. It's gotten a lot easier, I guess. But they do. They turn into like private investigators. These football clubs, they turn into private investigators for this part of the year because they're going out and they're getting the dirt on all these people and they're doing background checks. You know, it's just like a job. They do background checks, but they do it to a more. They do it to a higher extent. You know, obviously, yeah. if I try to get a job down at Walmart, they aren't going to go and, and and look at my Facebook and see if I have a fake girlfriend. <laughs> you know. They're just going to see if I've done any felonies or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, Trent Beretta has gone from WWE. Would you like to see him in uh, Ring of Honor? Uh, I think I saw he's he's actually going to be at – what did I post? I think I posted on the, on a group yeah, page. He's going to be at PWG. PWG, yeah. yeah. Same, so. same spot uh, Lethal's debuting at. There's a couple of other people debuting at PWG for that too. I need to tell you about that tapings too, the experience there before we get off too. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about that right now. Uh, you went to the TV tapings. Uh, January, what was it? January. Uh, I want to say the fifth. Yeah, January fifth sounds right. Maybe. Um, so you went to the tapings, uh, Ring of Honor TV tapings, which just started this past week. And we just started seeing those. Um, obviously, we could see a definite improvement um, from the production side. Uh, how was the t- uh, TV taping itself? Was it more the same? Is it a different feel? I think it was a different feel for a lot of people because um, they 
they hadn't been here. Or they had took a break, remember? And uh, it was, I mean, they took a break um, from. I think they hadn't done anything since Final Battle, and I think they hadn't done anything. Since, I'm trying to think. They weren't here in December, right? No, I don't think they were there. Maybe they November. were in October. I think it was October, and they came back in January or something like that. Yeah, it was a couple of months. Yeah, so when we got back, we were just expecting like some. The energy was there when we got in from the crowd and everything. But I think the problem was that tournament they had because you got a within the first, uh, you know, the first two episodes we didn't see. We were expecting to see the Roger Strong's, David Richards, you know, and you got to check. You, we got to see other. We saw other people that were okay, but a lot of people didn't know who they were. Like Papa Don came out. We didn't know. I mean, well, we knew, but there were people they didn't know who he was. Right. Yeah. And um, what's the one? Uh, Promise Thomas. I forget his first name. Uh, Antonio Thomas. Antonio Promise Thomas. Yeah, he was there, and you know, um, Athena had a nice match with uh, what's that? Mischief. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I guess it was just the fact of it was it was just kind of it was different, you know. It was it was different. I I wasn't really big on that tournament to begin with because I just kind of felt like uh there were only certain people in there that I wanted to to uh you know what's his face put it this way uh when it got time for um what is his name I forgot the guy's name now uh you know who I'm talking about the, 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 the most hated guy in yeah, in, in our week. Okay, yeah. So when I get there, right, my buddy's like, um, I, I already got the streamers, and guess what else I got? And he pulls out a, a six pack of Charmin, right? Well, I'm thinking <laughs> it's just him. QT Marshall comes out, and the whole arena just bombs the ring with toilet paper, right? <laughs> Q, I'm sorry, QT Marshall. We we've been calling him TP Marshall. They bomb <laughs> the ring, to, and, and and they're throwing it, they're humming it. I mean, right. it's just not like you know. They're throwing it like a streamer, and I was like, well, that's, "That's bad." And uh, you know, it was just something else. Uh, Matt Taven got a nice reception because you know, everybody thought he was gone, and yeah. you know, and uh, that's pretty much it. I'm not sure if you got a chance to see. Um, did you see the whole? Did you? I didn't get a chance to see what they showed last week, um, so I don't know what match was it. The Briscoes on that one? Or yeah, no? they did. Uh, first match was Fish and O'Reilly versus Alabama Attitude, which was an excellent match, by the way. Uh, fucking awesome. Uh, and Alabama Attitude, you know, I, they've been on there before, but this was the, the spot where they actually got something to do. Like, they actually got the fight back in this match. And uh, they did a good job, I thought. And uh, then we had QT versus uh, Rock and Roll Mike Seidel. And then uh, the Briscoes versus uh, CNC for the title. Oh, I, I got to tell you, too, um, one of the funny things was at one point the Bravados come out, right? Yeah. And um, everybody's chanting, uh, you know how they chant, um, Justin Bieber, and he got a haircut, right? Yeah. So he's, he points to his head and was like, oh, baby, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Lee, you got to hop on. The band yeah, I think, I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and hop. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, QT Marshall. With him, I love his entrance music. I think it fits great. I love Artie Evans behind him with the you know the scraggly uh, half in beard. Um, and I mean I like the gimmick altogether. I just when you look at QT, he's got this gut hanging out, you know, and he's not he's not impressive at all really in the ring. And that I I think he can kind of you know get by on, on RD and the 
the gimmick for a bit. I mean, obviously you guys hate him. He's getting heat, I guess. Oh, we hate him. Like we 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 <laughs> Ben. Like I, I will go on record and say I didn't hate. I don't hate. Mike Bennett, and I just think that his style would be perfect for like WWE. But in all honesty, in ROH, you don't want to. I mean, you just know pleasing people because it's like okay, we some people say they hate Q, uh, Mike Bennett because he doesn't fit the style, so they hate him. But they don't want to see Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards and Roger Strong because they're all the same. So it's like you can't please them. But right. Mike Bennett is fine to me. I just think that his gimmick could be done better. But I think he's an okay person. I think, and he's had some great matches when you have him with certain people. I mean, he could show that he can have some good matches. But uh, QT Marshall is—he's a, a blemish, a blot, a, a stain. He's just something that just needs to. I just don't think that he's—he's a—he need. I think it happened too quick. Everything that happened for him just happened too soon. This guy just came out of nowhere, and they treating him like a, you don't get a robe. You don't get a robe. You just you just came out of nowhere. How the hell do you get a robe? That has to be earned. Yeah. You go. You have to go from just the regular tights or just something silly, and then eventually you can or you can get like a little uh, maybe an AJ Styles hoodie or whatever. Like uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the dude's name? DJ Perkins. Yeah. Then maybe you can you know you might be able to move up to like a a, a pay per view jacket or something. And the robe is the final thing, you know, and you just don't come out with no robe. And then on top of that, the stuff they put on the back of the robe looked like it was someone went to Michael's or something that just <laughs> sewed it on the back. I don't know. His robe actually reminds me of Rick Rude's robes. Um, no, his, his robe, his, Rick Rude's robes were custom made. I know. <laughs> his robes have the same, they have the same type. Uh, he wears them the same way, like the way they're, yeah, they're nice and, the you know, but no, his, his, his shit right there. I mean, that's definitely something he sat and stitched himself. That's not something that was custom. Um, and it doesn't help when he's making his entrance and he turns around to show the God's gift on the back of the robe. You see the huge bald spot on his head. It's just, see, I would, I like, I would think this gimmick would work for like Triple H in 1996. You know what I mean? Like the, the yeah, guy there's certain that people that could pull that off and be like, uh, I'd rather them, Even you know better. what? I'd rather them give that gimmick to like. Uh, I'm gonna tell you who I who I wouldn't mind them giving that gimmick to, but they can't say a word. They can't talk. <laughs> okay. They need they need a manager, to retitis. Oh, I, th- I he can can't see it. he can't say a word though. He cannot open his mouth. He just comes down with the robe on, does what he does in the ring, and goes about his business. Or oh, oh, could you see Mike Bennett in a robe? Yeah, I can. I think Mike Bennett would do that gimmick actually pretty well. I um, do too. I, I I think giving Rhett Titus that gimmick and pairing him up with Nana, you know, a pre-face turn, I guess, um, I think that would have really worked. QT know? Marshall, I'm telling you, it happened again, Lex. He walks out of where the, uh, you know, where everyone's hovering around waiting for, like, the paparazzi <laughs> waiting for the people. And, and no one knew who the hell he was. My friend Richard was like, oh, see, there he is again. He was <laughs> Walk right. He walked through everybody like you know how Michael Jackson used to put on a disguise and, and walk through the crowd and no one noticed. They're still looking for Michael Jackson. He's already walked by. Right. No one knew who the hell they thought he was the hired help. Like oh. he worked to do. <laughs> no one knew who he was, and that's sad. Yeah, that's, that's really sad. And he looks so hurt by that. But I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying. You should have went to management and said, "Look, it's too soon. I haven't paid my dues. Don't you push me because I'm gonna pay for it later." Or <laughs> The one thing they can do with it from this point is he can really see. I don't understand when they get someone who is hated like that, booed, 
why don't they let them use that as part of their gimmick? Like really have them make like the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks made me hate them, not in the sense of like literally, of course, hate them, but they made me not like them that it that I started to love them. Right, exactly. Oh, that's the whole thing. It's like uh, it, it's kind of backwards these days where you would do the normal stuff to get a heel heat and he gets cheered. You know, like Fish and O'Reilly, they were getting cheered the whole time. They got a bigger response than the face team. And it's fucking awesome. Well, that's the point. It's like in Ring of Honor. That I think that's a lot of that's a big problem with some people with Ring of Honor is that, oh well, they do all these great moves, but then you got the 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 crowd cheering the heels, and then it just nullifies everything you do. Well, in Ring of Honor, the the fans respect. You know, awesome move sets, you know, hard work and stiff competition. And well, two things about that, Lex. All right, number one is they need to change Bobby Fish's last name. He even did, it used to be Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Bobby, go Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, like they should have never lost to the American Wolves at final battle. No, 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 you're wrong about that. I'll I'm t- right. I'll, I'll, American Wolves should have chased them and got the got the last lick because that they should they shouldn't have won because now it's over. It's over no, now. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll still align from Double A. You're wrong. You're wrong, Lee. Okay. Now what should have happened was exactly what happened because no. now no, no no listen they they were the ex, unex, they were the inexperienced team back then. They that was like their first or second match they tagged together. There's no way they should have beaten the Wolves. But now, Wolves got to win the first time around. Fish and O'Reilly keep going. By the way, they're called Team Amphition. That's fucking awesome. You keep going. And, uh, you know, I know what happens. You know what happens, I think, uh, for the the next pay-per-view as far as the titles go. Um, You know, and and now the Wolves will have to chase Fish and O'Reilly. Because they're, they're the ones that are getting the opportunity, it seems. Let me tell you the way it should have it should have worked out. It should have worked out was number one, Edwards and Richards were friends or whatever, and then it got this whole jealousy thing over the world title. It was all this, and then all of a sudden they just team up with no type of they just walk out together. No, no, it should have been a situation where not just double team it, where they were giving Davy hell the two of them, and then it could have been a maybe if it was a better build up, and then. Davey was begging Eddie to come back and help him. He don't want nobody else to be his partner. Eddie's the only one he trusts. He know they went through some shit, but that's it. It's Eddie. And then Eddie comes back that way. But the way they had them in that match, no, that should not have happened because Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish should have been a bigger threat. And when the match was over and the way that they beat them did not make them look strong at all. And I disagree with that completely. They should have lost. I'm, and when it's all said and done, the American Wolves should have came out on top. They should have got multiple wins on top of them. But they should have forced the American Wolves to work together as a cohesive unit. They should have forced the American Wolves to have a reason to come back together and fight them. Not just because, uh, I don't know, you just, you're looking at it different than I am, I yeah, guess. Yeah. I, I, I think they could have got more out of it than just this, just that match. And now, you know, what's going, because it ended that way, now it's going to look like, when they wrestle again, it's gonna look like damn. How many times we gotta see them wrestle? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, and you I, just want them to win anyway, because I mean that's your like favorite team. No, I like fishing already. I like Team Man Fish. Yeah, but you don't like them better than you like the Wolves. No, of course not, because I think the Wolves are a better team. <laughs> but that's uh, also that's that's my point. As we haven't seen Fish and O'Reilly to say, okay, they've deserved this. 
a whole lot. So they needed to give a reason for this feud to continue. That's what I'm saying. But that's the thing. You you meet offhand because of the first time you meet. It's because of not necessarily. They should have cheated to win. I'm not saying they should have won clean. They should have cheated to win. They should have no, been a. Do they should be a thorn in the wolves' flat in, the, in their side, kind of like when Owen beat Bret Hart, even though he won fair and square. And then later that night, Bret Hart won the belt. But it was like, and Owen came out. He's just standing top of the ramp. It's like, yeah, Bret the world champion, but I beat you earlier. And it could have been like the wolves. They're gonna eventually get another title run. They're gonna have to because when the when the when the um, Briscoes drop the belt, the only team that's gonna get it is either CNC or the Wolves. Unless they bring somebody else, they're the only two teams that's going to end up getting it. So, what they what they did was have them beat them, and then it would have been like, well, damn, here's a team that beat y'all, and they could have been like, okay, the uh, team and and fishing and fishing, yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> team and fishing. You know, they could have pumped up this big match, maybe at best in the world, and the wolves would have still beat them and retained their belts. No. But now it's like, okay, if they go against them again, the Wolves already beat them. Like, I can see that as a way to go. Like, I'm not saying that, that you couldn't do that. I'm just saying, like, the first match was based on Davey versus Kyle. You know, Eddie really didn't have much stake in it, and neither did Bobby Fish. And so now you go, okay, the second time around, they're fighting because of the titles or whatever. And then the third time around, you go, okay, now it's personal. You know, even though first time it was personal, it was it wasn't personal with Eddie really. They, had, they did it backwards. That's what I'm saying. It was personal. It was because they already included Eddie in the storyline, but Eddie wasn't there. Remember when Fish first came there, he was like, Yeah, I teamed with Eddie over in Japan and he told me two people he told me about was was um Kyle O'Reilly and Dave Rich. And he never explained why he turned on and at least I can't remember why he why he did what he did, what his beef was with Dave Richards, to my understanding, right? He did you remember him saying that he put it on his Twitter why he joined O'Reilly against David Richards. Um, he, I, he was he was basically uh, I think he was calling him like some sort of hypocrite or something like that. I, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, he was making. It just seems kind of rushed, man. I'm just saying they they could have stretched this. That would have been something that could have played out. But it is going to play out. It's going to play out until the final battle or even longer than that because the next pay per view they won't touch each other. You know, they they won't face each other. That, that I guess that's a spoiler, but. Wolves and and Team Ambition aren't going to face each other at the next pay-per-view. What 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 would have, and I don't know if this happened when they fought each other, because I know that the Wolves fought the Briscoes, I believe, already, right? Yeah, they they fought each other in Dearborn, Michigan. Uh, okay, I don't know the result of that because I can't. Oh, I can't remember it. I did read it. What could have? What, what they, the smart thing would have been was to have uh, Team Ambition cost the Wolves the 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 uh, the match. Um, they they didn't cost him the match, but they did come out and like stand there and kind of. I hate that shit. You know that <laughs> nothing more that that I hate when people do that. Just the just someone's presence caused you to get distracted long enough to lose a match. Yeah, I yeah. I can't stand a finish like that. <laughs> uh, speaking of can't stand a finish, how about Matt Hardy versus uh, Adam Cole? I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. As far as I'm concerned, this conversation is finished. You know what? That, oh, I could. Oh my god! Oh boy! You don't know how hard I stared at this dude. He had a nerve to come and and it was him. And uh, trying to think who he's next to, had a nerve to be sitting there signing autographs. And it was this one guy that was sitting next to me, and he was so happy he had his Matt Hardy signed. Uh, uh, and I'm looking at him like, oh, if you show that shit to me, it's gonna be on. I. 
I cannot stand Matt Hardy. When he came out there, it was just like I felt like I was having an out of body experience. I did not realize I was <laughs> that I was at the ROH. Uh, he just had no business being there. No legs. business whatsoever. He got cheered. Am I correct? I mean, some people because people don't know anybody. I just, oh my god! I mean, <laughs> it turned into it was just. I felt so out of place at that. You don't know how I felt. I felt like I was standing at a clam rally. I just couldn't. <laughs> I mean, that's how it just did not. It shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. Matt Hardy did not belong there at all. <laughs> and I don't care. And I'm I'm sorry. He needs to go. And, and this whole thing with, with, you know, no, no. I, what's the plan for him? What's the plan? Is he going to lose to to Adam Cole and then leave? Um, that's what I'm guessing. Uh, how was he? He signed um, autographs, right? And he sold merch that night. Yeah, he's sitting there at the table, and I was like, Psh, ain't no way in the world I'm standing that damn line. <laughs> I saw him over there. Like, he got the nerve. To come to ROH and wanting to be charging. I don't know how much he was charging for a signed picture of him. He, oh, he, Matt Hardy is just, ooh. I mean, mm -mm. I take it back. I can't knock people to say they hate Cena and the Rock because I can't stand them Hardys. Yeah, I was going to say. I'd rather watch, I'd rather, I'd rather the Nasty Boys, the Bravados, um, QT Marshall. I rather all I rather every one wrestler that I've ever complained about have filled that card in exchange for Matt Hardy. Wow, because that's how much that he didn't belong there. The fact that he stepped foot in my city <laughs> is offensive. <laughs> well, I, the reason I asked if he was selling merch and autographs and all that is because um, I was reading the live the uh, live event reports from Dearborn and Milwaukee, and I guess he was like really. Um, like all the Ring of Honor guys were like really warm and you know, you know, talk talk actually talk to the people that are selling the merchandise, and I guess Matt Hardy was just off in his own corner with his merch and you know, kind of oh oh wait no here's what it was I guess with the events you pay a certain amount, and you get so many autographs I guess, and Matt Hardy was double charging people for his autograph. That's what, that's the shit I'm talking about right there. <laughs> Come on, man, you double. Yo, <sighs> and you gonna support some somebody like that? You gonna support somebody like that? Yeah. Why the hell would I sit up there and no? Everybody, forget him. He if he was an MCW, that would have been fine. But you sitting up there trying to still make money off of people and you already getting the cut. Man, how he can burn? He can burn. <laughs> That's what he can do. He can burn. Like Tom says, uh, slip homicide a twenty dollar bill and a sock full of change, and he'll take care of it for you. Sure enough, uh, I, I wish I could, I wish I was in a position to do my homicide voice, but I'm not though. I got I got to work on that one. You got to cut off <laughs> half a word into the, the half of the sentence that you just cut off. Right, mix up your, not, <laughs> mix, mix it up. Hey. <laughs> oh, good. Um, also, the second thing I wanted to say about Matt Hardy in Baltimore was there was a great crowd sign. I don't know if you saw it, but it was <laughs> like it had pictures of Matt Hardy and it said, Matt Hardy will not diet. Yeah, one of my friends did that. <laughs> yeah, that was one of One of the most that. annoying guys that when we go down there, this dude is so damn up. But you know what, what I'm saying? He's annoying, but he's useful because he did get Roderick Strong. He lied to get me my Roderick Strong autograph. 
And uh, <laughs> well, because I wanted to get Roddy's autograph on my uh, Roddy DVD, like a couple of tapings back. I, I, and um, so he's friends with Mia Yim. He's he the guy who had that sign. He's a training wrestler, so he's okay. friends with Mia Yim and a bunch of them. He he works for RCW, so he's annoying as fuck. And if you listen, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, you're annoying as all fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, so he went and told uh, Rhino. That um, it was my birthday, and I didn't know this. He told him it was my birthday, and that I wanted a picture with Roddy. So, Rhino was like, "It's your birthday." <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at him. He was like, "You want that autograph, don't you?" Right. So I was like, "Damn." So then Roddy came out, and that's how I got the picture with Roddy in the in the autograph. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but he did it. Matt Hardy will not die. He's an asshole. <laughs> I can't. It's him and the, the both of those Hardys. Right. The best thing to come out of Omega was uh, Shannon Moore and the Hurricane. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I love the Hurricane. I love, I love Shane Helms in WCW. Best line from The Rock. Get out of here with your hamburger-looking ass. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> See, and, and people talk about The Rock now these days, and I... I have Hulu, so um, you know I can watch the shortened version of Raw. And I, people are talking about this Rock concert over and over again. So I was like, okay, let me tune in and see what he says. And it was fucking terrible, and it was just like, okay, this is not, this isn't the Rock even in 2003. In 2003, 2004, Rock was awesome. He don't give a damn. Yeah. But the thing I, is, don't direct it towards him. I, you, the thing that pissed me off last night was. And I'm sorry, but fucking Ralph and the other dude was like, this is what the fuck they said to have he wrote. They were like, if he, no, no, it was Swax. It was Swax. Hey, he was the one too. He was like, I tell you, if The Rock loses, I mean, if The Rock wins, you know, WWE is, I hate to say it, but, you know, it's going to be over for them. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? They believe that shit. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Repeat that? Repeat that? They said it was going to be over for WWE if The Rock wins. The oh, WWE wow. don't realize how much harm it's going to do to the company if he wins. Oh, wow. And uh, and uh, and then and and then you have people that like really believe that CM Punk is this anti guy that's saying all this shit by WWE, but yet still collecting a paycheck from them. That that's what I don't understand. They don't understand that they have someone on payroll that's talking all this shit. And they like, oh, oh, you just you just called me an asshole, but you know what? Here's your money for the. Come on now, Swax is like, he's calling WWE out on their bullshit. He's, there's finally someone that's calling WWE out every Monday on their bullshit. I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, like heavens to Megatroy. And I don't like to You've use been had. I don't like to use this this phrase, but that's really markish for someone to if anything, it's gonna make WWE more money and make them more successful. The problem you should I mean the problem you it's should all have, business. It is all business. The thing is, don't watch it. If you don't if you don't like it, don't watch it. That's what we did, but nobody else can seem to do that. You know, if they if you complain about now, there's people that they complain about one, two things here or there, and that's fine. You know, we have problems with Ring of Honor as well. But if you're sitting there and all you're doing is spending your time and energy thinking about how awful the WWE is because The Rock is there, change the channel. Stop it. You're being fucking annoying, and you're being marks. And I hate that word, but you, that's exactly what you're doing. 
Well, it's got bad though. It's like, and like I said, my whole thing was, and it's true. I mean, it's true for ROH too. Like, like I said, I mean, it's fun to mess with QT Marshall and everything. Like I said, it's sad. At the end of the day, he's a dude, and he's an entertainer, and he's trying. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but um, it's they, it's always got to be someone that someone hates always. And now everyone's like, you know, Cena's okay, blah blah blah. But thing is that Cena was the hated man, and then it was Brock Lesnar. And now it's The Rock. And then when The Rock's gone, it's going to be somebody else. Yeah. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, don't, I, I will say this. CM Punk has never been – CM Punk is a cool wrestler. He's good on the mic. I will not knock that. He's never been my favorite. And it's not because of anything he's done. It's just because I prefer other wrestlers over him. I, I'm just – you know, I, I connect with other wrestlers better than I have with him. But I think that what he's – he's he's allowed to be himself in an age where a lot of people aren't allowed to be themselves. And I think that if some of the stuff that he's doing today, there were more people doing it back then. You know, you had more people that were cutting promos and doing this, doing that stuff. I mean, five years ago, I mean, seven, eight, nine years ago, ten years ago. Right. Well, I'll say ten. You know, but now it's just pretty much. I mean, who are you really getting a promo out of? John Cena, him, and The Rock. And like you said, The Rock is he's on some Mickey Mouse bullshit yeah, right now. It's 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 not very good, uh, but. That's a, it doesn't just go for the viewers. It goes for the talent as well. If you're mad about The Rock coming in and stealing your spot, which, I mean, I understand, but <clears throat> if you're mad, leave. Leave? Talk to Vince McMahon or something? Because he the one that made that decision. And obviously, he going to get the money. He going to get that spot to somebody who's going to draw. Yeah, obviously, you don't mind making the money or else you'd go. <laughs> you know, if you want to build your star, it's not... <clears throat> Okay, let's look at all these guys who have built their star now. You got to look at CM Punk. Did he just get signed by WWE and said, okay, I'm here, you know, make me a star? No. He did what he did on the independent scene, and he used that. Not only did he use that, he copied it. Word That's a lot word. of people realize. He copied a lot of shit. <laughs> he, word for word, the Summer of Punk was done twice over. Better the first time around, sure, but... He used that again, and nobody knew because nobody checked him out on the. You know, I wouldn't say nobody, but you know, the vast majority of WWE fans were either not even born then, not even alive, or were you know too young to even know anything about it. And you know, that's the thing. Claudio Castagnoli's becoming a, a pretty big star. He just didn't pop up on WWE. He, I mean, all the stuff, the flying uh, European uppercut. He's been doing that for years. You know, we got the enjoyment of seeing that way before he's doing it now on WWE TV. Yeah. So, I mean, think about it. Look, this is this. Look, all right. Before I see him pump, the issue, like I said, it's not really an issue. I mean, people do it all the time, but CM Punk was doing some stuff that, all right, he did some of Punk thing that was. I mean, yo took Kenta's moveset. Yo took, like, <laughs> the whole best in the world thing. And you got people that are thinking that's all his. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's okay that, you know, I mean, and wrestlers have done it before. I mean, look at Ric Flair. Ric Flair, he took, you know, Hogan took. Um, A lot of people, they, they do stuff. That's okay. But the thing is, when you got people that's up in your face that became a wrestling fan, like, you know, two years ago, talking like, you know, or, or, or just started being a wrestling fan, or, or, okay, people come in being wrestling fans at different periods of their life. But do your research, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean, just, that just doesn't go for people, you know, 
doing research for the 70s and 80s, you know, do that too, but that just doesn't go for that. Do your research from five, ten years ago. Do it all. Do do what you need to do if you're a serious, if you're a serious wrestling fan. Don't just watch a, a WWE. All I'm saying is this. Don't just watch a WWE uh, 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 documentary and base everything off of that. Right. Exactly. Because for one thing, whoever wins the war writes the history. Yeah, exactly. You know, I there was a time where all I had access to were the WWE DVDs. But once you get the internet, you start you start making connections with people. Like I start, I, I become friends with Double A, and then Double A has this wealth of knowledge about WCW, and he starts sending me videos and starts telling me this and that and this and that. And it's a whole new world of information. You know, you and I both have people on our friends list that you know they 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 like the CM Punks and the Daniel Bryans and this and that and they know we have this wealth of knowledge about Ring of Honor and they don't come to us and talk to us about it you know they all they want to do is just be wrapped up in their world that is WWE and that's fine but you're really missing out if you don't look at this i'm missing out by not watching PWG I, all I get to see are the previews. I'd love to watch PWG full shows because there's people on there that I don't get to see in Ring of Honor. You know, but at the same time, you can only do so much. I understand that. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't... I'm not getting on people too much for not, you know, doing your research. But don't act like you don't have the time to do this shit because when you're off chatting with someone about some stupid shit about... Oh, who are the WWE Tag Team Championships going to be defended against when there are no real tag teams? Don't don't. No, the thing that pisses the one thing that pissed me off though that I got tired of hearing was having grown men, and this isn't something. This is something that you see like on different message boards and even on on PW Insider has a <clears throat> not PW Insider. Is it um? Is it PW Insider that has the uh? It's the app I have. Yeah, that, I think that's who it is. And they have where they have a section for questions and stuff where you yeah. can call in. And I think, it might. and this is something that you know we had talked about. Double A had talked about it on the rant, and this is something that you know I noticed too that there are still people complaining about Saturday morning slam. Mm-hmm. It's a child show. Right, it's okay exactly. if you watch it, but they complaining about where well, they don't show kicks and punches. This is bullshit. Well, what the fuck are you watching it for? <laughs> I watched, it's not for you. Yeah, I watched it once, realized it was for, wasn't for me, and I stopped watching it. You know, and I, like Double A said, you don't have to watch everything. Some people feel like they have to watch every single thing that right. comes out. You can't. I can. I, I, I'm be honest. With you, I don't see how a person can have a life and watch everything, watch every <laughs> single promotion, every single event they have. You know, just sit there and watch it all. I mean, a lot of stuff that you watch, you got. If you do watch it, I mean, be honest. A lot of stuff people they deep TiVo or they get on YouTube and they skim through and watch what they can watch. Of course. But, but they can't sit there and watch every single thing. It's just too much. Well, there was a, <clears throat> I mean, there was a time when I was younger, where wrestling matches would bore me, and it wasn't necessarily that I thought wrestling was boring. It's just the style of wrestling that I was seeing was absolutely boring to watch. But then you get in and you see. I think WCW helped that a lot, because and that's when I started switching over more to. To WCW because they would have the different mix of wrestling there. They would have the lucha style, the cruiserweights, whatever, and they'd have the technical style. And uh, they had a, a great tag division. And um, you know, it's, it's certain things. I I I wish people would understand. You're not going to get everything under one roof, and you need to go to different places to see different things. In WWE, you're not going to get 
great promos and great matches and you know all this stuff in one. They're going to have a weakness somewhere. You know, they can't be this be all end all as much as they act like they can. You know, for hey, Ring of Honor, check them out for if nothing else, the matches. You know, if you don't like their corny dialogue or their bad productions, check out the matches. You know. I think in this day and age, people have uh, you can truly have options to what you want to see wrestling wise. Um, you can have independence. You can have WWE, TNA, ROH. You can have, I mean, <clears throat> you, you can truly pick what you want, what's your cup of tea as far as wrestling. CZW, you have Mexico, you have Japan. And the beauty of it is is that, like you said, with uh, internet, you're able to, to get these shows and watch this stuff. Years ago, you know, you had to find tapes and stuff from people at events and, right, exactly. you know. But now, you know, from the... Right from your home, you can find this stuff if you really, really want to find it. I mean, um, so I mean, it's really not an excuse when it comes to that. But you know, and like Tom mentioned, um, NXT and ROH. The only, the only thing that that I don't like about NXT is that I and I talked to Tom about this before. I really wish that NXT was a complete standalone show from WWE. Like in the sense of, I don't mind how they have like posters and stuff advertising like. WWE pay-per-views or whatever, that's fine because that's who. I'm, but having just certain people come down, you yeah, know, it, I, it, CM Punk, Kane, and 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 they, none of those people belong there. Randy, they don't belong there. Right. That's the time that can be given to. There, there's enough WWE programming to put those guys on something else instead of having them take time away from those guys on NXT. You know, I think the the theory is. Well, we want as many people watching NXT as possible, so we're going to take the people that are well-known and stick them on NXT every once in a while to have them do the squash match. Well, the problem is, when people see that, they say, either they say, okay, well, this isn't good enough to watch full-time, so I'm just not going to watch it, or they see these guys get squashed by the upper talent, and they say, well, why should I care about this, you know, this dude? Here. You know, why why would I care about these guys that are getting beat handily by the talent that I just normally watch? And have them come in. And I think they can have them come in. They, I think they can even have them come in without even wrestling. Yeah, then they've done that. You know, I think Shawn Michaels was on this past episode of NXT and he didn't do anything but announced a t- tag team tournament. Um, and there's been a couple other ones, but NXT's really hit or miss for me because you do. You know, even though you have some good prospects down there, like Pac and, you know, Rollins was there and Hero, and you do have these, the the, the WWE formulaic prospects, you know, the, the guys that are on the main roster that you don't like, there are guys in the making that are like that in NXT. Well, give them, a pro- give them a pay-per-view four times a year, something like that, and charge $15 for it. That's how you stay competitive in the... I mean something, something. I wonder how much those guys get paid. If anyone knows how much those guys get paid, I'd be curious to know. That NXT. Do you I, do you I, think they get paid? I mean, like the, okay, to my understanding, and I mean, I'm no I'm no insider or whatever. But what I've heard is the developmental contract is two hundred dollars per week. Uh, that's that's all you get, two hundred dollars per week. Obviously, there's no merchandise or any bullshit like that. Um, and then if you get the, the if you get the call up to Raw, then they renegotiate your contract and whatnot. But if you're in developmental, you're not making very much money. You're getting a Wait. steady paycheck, yeah. But I mean, it, I I've heard the young but the young bucks charge several thousands 
for for one appearance. And obviously, you can make a hell of a lot more money from one appearance if you're if you're built up enough, I guess, than you could in developmental. the 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 big thing is some people give up that money to try to go for the millions of dollars in that huge contract. You know. Oh, I got a question for you since we talking about that. Yeah. Do you believe the Briscoes? That they're not going to WWE. Yes. I do. That I they that they did that they don't have a trial. I don't think he would get on Twitter and say we don't have a trial. I I don't see the purpose in that, at all. If anything, Jay would have stayed silent. That's know? what I would. That's what I want to believe too. Yeah, I mean, of course, that's what I want to believe as well. But, um, you know, even if the Briscoes did, you know, they're eight-time Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. They've done it all. Except for going their their big solo runs, which you and I have both discussed wanting to see, um, and you know they're I don't think even if they were to go to WWE, I don't think they'd stay very long. Something would happen. <laughs> <clears throat> One to get pushed, and the other wouldn't. I, I you know what I think that um I don't think that uh I can see them using Mark as like a comedy thing, and, and I don't know I, I don't know how they would do it, but I tell you this, I I think if they left. That would be something different, very different mm-hmm. than I, I, if, if if certain other people left. The problem with the Briscoes is how you obviously have to tone them down. Um, and it was at the TV tapings, and I don't know how you feel about this, but as soon as they won their match against CNC, some guy brought out a Confederate flag and just drape that shit over the the guard rail. Yeah, he that guy always comes there and does that. And they only do they only use that when they're heels, if you notice. Yeah. Like from what I from what I notice, I mean, I could be wrong. You've been watching longer than me, but from what I notice, I since they've been faces, they don't they they may pull out the headband with the one star or whatever, but they don't right. use that Confederate flag one. And you can't um, have that in WWE. You can't Yeah, you do can't that. do that. That's I really don't think it's a place for I mean, years ago, years ago, back, and that was something that was just, it just happened. But I, I, in today's time, with the way they traveling, I mean, back in the territory days, that was one thing. Mm-hmm. But now, I just think that's kind of poor taste to be doing something like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't, obviously, it doesn't Say the damn Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't offend me too much. But, I mean, I, I have, I'm, I mean, I'm sensitive enough and aware enough to know that some people that's, that, they'll turn the program off if they see that, you know, that bullshit. So, uh, yeah, like uh, we, when I went there with one of my friends, and he's a black dude, and uh, the one that same guy we were next to him, like um, some tapings ago, and um, he was helping him hold the flag. I'm like, oh, I'll mow that shit up. He was like, but it's the Briscoe. I said, yo, <laughs> that's why I wouldn't wear that body one shirt. Yeah, I mean, they had the pound, the the hashtag them boys, but. It's just some things you just don't do when it's the, 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 I mean, you know, I mean, the history means different things to different people, and that's fine. You know, I'm not going to get offended by that, but it's just, you know, you got to be sensitive to, to where you are and what you're doing when you do certain things. Exactly. You know, and that, go, that, that, that doesn't just go for that. That goes for any type of race doing any type of thing. I think sometimes the, uh, the envelope is pushed a little too far when it comes to trying to do certain i mean the briscoe they know how to do it with uh and and within wrestling it's one thing this man went way too far on a lot of stuff i'll say that and even back in the day some people went way too far on a lot of stuff but the thing the problem is that some fans don't know how to let things go or they don't understand that i mean it's they don't understand what's what's going on with that I, 
you know, and, and how to react to it or how to handle it. Um, in a sense of some people don't look at it. Well, you know, it's just entertainment. If they came out there and they were the heels or whatever, and they doing that, okay, they they the heels and they doing it. As long as they're not saying nothing that's out of the, you know. You know, yeah, I, I want the Briscoes to make a lot of money because they should. You know, they, they 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 should, but the thing is, like I thought that they said that they were told they couldn't do it because they were uh, not cosmetically pleasing. <laughs> yeah, the whole cosmetic, but that was also with um, what's his fucking charge, uh, Laurinaitis. Now Triple H is in charge, and you know the feeling might be a little bit different. And of course, Vince is still the guy who says, "Yeah." So when you tell me Triple H is the one that's in charge of of uh, talent relations, period, now. Yeah. Started. Oh well, you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I hate to say it. ROH is. They, want, <laughs> they better start pumping. They better start getting the shit moving on the assembly line. Yeah. With talent. Well, that's another thing, though. Is you, Ring of Honor has always found a way to continue on. You know. Yeah, but in the past, been... though, there wasn't that. Mr. Man didn't look. I mean, until the whole thing with Daniel Bryan and see, I think what what happened with. Remember that photo where it was Daniel Bryan, Evan Bourne. Yeah. CM, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the whole. I think. That was the one time when you saw indie guys who had moved up, you know, guys at that point. Where now these people are being recognized, and they're not just pulling from. They're not. They don't want anybody from TNA. When's the last time WWE got somebody from TNA? The only time they did was when somebody went back to WWE. They going to ROH. They going to Dragon Gate. They going to you know. They looking for those people. Um, the, and they going to PWG. They going to the indies and, and the other places to get their talent now. Right. And right. they they stockpiling them up in. They stockpile them up in the NXT, and you know, and then they like, okay, we, we let's go do this. I, I'm hoping that the reason why some of this stuff is happening because CM Punk is using some of that pull that he supposedly had, and is getting this stuff done. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe he has any real pull. Because when he did the whole speech about how things are going to change, I don't. You know, obviously things have changed, but. I, I it ain't gonna change that much because yeah. I mean you still got people to answer to. Like yeah. I knew he wasn't going. It, like somebody said before, there's money to be made off of that belt being the way that it it is now. So I mean that's probably something that if he had his way he would have changed, but that wasn't going to change. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Charlie Haas's new uh, pissed off gimmick? <laughs> that dude, he should have <laughs> this shit years ago. <laughs> he should have did that. I like him better by himself. I'm glad they broke them up. That's yeah. something that's needed. And if they really, but you know what? The only other place he could do something like this is probably like TNA. He couldn't do it anywhere else with the whole pissed off. And, and that's another thing. You mentioned the Briscoes. The Briscoes can't go to WWE while being toned down, but they could go to TNA and do it. But the thing is, though, who who trusts their career in the hands of TNA is the issue. Yeah, really. I, but they could go there and do it. Anytime you got aces and eights beating people down with hammers and Torching people and all this stuff. <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't think they'd be paid. I, I don't even know if they'd be paid more by TNA. I think I think ROH would probably give them the bigger contract at this point because ROH probably needs them more. I'm wondering if St. Clair. I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, they probably would do it for them. The only difference is, well, I don't know. What do you think TNA schedule? Well, they get more exposure in the sense of like, uh, I'm guessing. I mean, and plus. And TNA, um, I'm guessing the schedule will be a little lighter. I'm guessing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. All right. So here's the here's the deal. They go to TNA. They'd have to change their names. Okay. They would get more recognition, but then they'd be. They went there before as the Briscoes, didn't they? 
they'll they go there as Briscoe's 2000 or some they shit like that. Match. Uh, but the, I mean, Briscoe's obviously not their real name, and WWE might go after him for the whole. You know, I don't even know if they own the rights to the Briscoe name. I don't think you can because it's their real name. But uh, I believe it's their real name at least. <clears throat> but uh, as far as the Briscoe brothers, their real name are or is Pew. Pew, yeah. Jamin and Mark Pew. And you aren't going to use Pew as a wrestling name. So. They use Fish. Hey, Fish is cool. All right. Yeah. You're gonna. Fish is awesome, especially when he gets on the mic. He's perfect. Like he's the perfect, uh, you know, antagonist. Especially for Kyle. He's It'd be cool of, if they put the little Jesus fish on the back of his trunks. I think, <laughs> no, I think he does wear that, though. Uh, I think he's worn it before, at least. But, yeah. So, what the hell said in the Bisco Brothers? Tom is off the chain, boy. <laughs> awesome. You know who needs to go to WWE? Who needs to go? There's certain people I would like to go there, and I hope they go there and be very successful. Mike Bennett and the Bravados. <sighs> Bravados need to stay. No, no. Until they win the tag team championship. No. And then uh, Mike Bennett, yeah, he can go. That's fine. You know, get him out of here. Whatever. No, I ain't like it. Mike Bennett can go there. You know what? Mike Bennett is going to go there and then watch. All these RH fans going to be on his dick. How about, <laughs> yeah, Mike. They're going to release a DVD about Mike Bennett and all this. Like his greatest matches. Oh, Appreciate him while he's there now. He don't need Brutal Bob. They should have had him where he was abusing Maria Canellas. She was the dumb bimbo, and he's abusing her and telling her, come here, slut, and all this other <laughs> shit. And then Mike, that's the way it should have went down, where he can draw some real heat and be like, yeah, she's mine, this, that, and the other, and be like, get over here, bitch, and then pull her out here and kiss and all that other stuff. Yeah. And then uh, that would have worked. But now, since they got it where, you know, I mean, I, what's up with he, Is he gone? Who? Bennett? Is he leaving? Bennett, is he leaving? No, not that I've heard. Yeah, it was a rumor that he was leaving. I don't know. I, I I mean, I haven't heard. I don't even think I saw him on the list. He'll definitely get a name change. He'll become something like, um, I don't know, put two last names together. That'll be his new name. <laughs> That's how you find out your NXT new name. Put two last names together. They just they just go uh, random. Like your name, name would generator. be like, uh, your name would be like Jackson Rothschild. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking awesome name actually. That's how you get your NXT name. You put two last names together. That's your NXT name. Uh, here we go. We're gonna play a little game here. I'm gonna get this up here. It's called uh random name generator. And this is how the WWE gets their their names here. So you can select a gender, male, female, select male. Uh you can select their uh their heritage if you will. We'll go American. If you put in black, so would Jamal gonna pop up? <laughs> I mean, you ever met a white guy named Jamal? <laughs> hey, hey, let me ask you a question. Besides George Washington, have you ever met anybody white with the last name Washington? That's a good. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't think I have. No. You're making me think, rethink life and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see here. All right. Let's let's get some names here. Let's see. Mike Bennett's name. Oh, that doesn't work because he's Mexican. Uh, Marvin Booth. Can you see Marvin Booth walking down the aisle with... Uh, Marvin Booth. He comes off the top with a slobber knocker. <laughs> Snap, mare. <laughs> James Blue. Bill Wagner. 
Neil Hutchins. It's all these names here. And seriously, that's all they do. Ricky Doyle. Brady Goo. G U E. Goo. Brady Goo. I can see them using that fucking name, Brady Goo. Joseph Stahl for like a Russian guy. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Anyway, uh, a lot of rumors going on lately about all that bullshit. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about before we head on out here. Um, Roh, it will be announcing tomorrow a dream tag team match for the 11th anniversary in Chicago on internet pay per view. Who is it? Who do you think it will be, and who would you like to see? Steiner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you mention it, I don't think there's anything holding them up. It better not be the Nasty Boy. It's gonna be oh. fucking. Where, where, where are the uh, the, the Guardians of Truth? Um, the Headbangers. Uh, is it gonna be them? No, it's gonna. It's definitely gonna be the Wolves. You think? I, you know, the two, the two, the two names I came up with were the Wolves versus uh, Motor City Machine Guns, which I don't know what the status is with Saban, uh, how healthy he is. Uh, I think he's still with TNA. I'm not. No, I think he's. I think he's at TNA. Um, and then the other one would be the Wolves versus London and Kendrick, or London and Spanky, since he would be in ROH. Uh. Uh, that's, those are the two that make sense to me, I guess. Uh, I don't like when you think of <laughs> all these tags. I hope you know. I hope the Rockers don't show up or some bullshit like that. Or the the Midnight Express. Well, the Rockers, the Rockers have been. Um, well, the the Rockers. Yeah, excuse me. The uh, Rock and Roll Express. Oh. Uh, because, no, I don't want no old. Well, they, fucking... They've been working. They've actually. I don't care. I don't want to see no. That, no, that's I don't want to see it either. But I, I want to see someone that can go in the ring. I want to. That's a dream match. I don't want to see someone fighting someone's grandfather. Uh, I'm, can you can you imagine the Rock and Roll Express versus the American? No, Wolves? I, I, I can't. And that's exactly why I don't want to see something like that. <laughs> We're coming out there with those fucking um, little scrunchies on their wrists. And... <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. No, I don't. I don't want to see. You know what? I don't want to see any more of these. Uh, when you you should be having these okay if you're someone like um what is his name Lance Storm he's an exception to the rule okay oh, you know but uh... no Marty Janetti's no no none of that stuff no if you're too old you you shouldn't be out there fighting someone who's old enough to be your grandfather these guys in ROH are like 22 23 24 years old they fighting people that's like almost damn near 60 no hell to the no well Morton and Gibson they oh. They look bad to me back then, <laughs> and, and they look a hundred times worse now. I was never a fan of them because Gibson's I got like Gibson's the Midnight got, Express. Gibson's got the wonky eye. You know, he's he, he'll be staring at you and someone across the room. You know, all Damn. at the same time. And then you've got uh, you know Morton's just good God. He the smokes. only people that I've ever I'd rather see um n well no like well even if they wanted to which I wouldn't want to see. The Midnight Express is fucking Bobby Eaton is on the run, yeah. but um, they reported that he's the police looking for him or something. Yeah, something like. But that. uh, um, we've had a couple of technical. Di it went pretty well for most of the show, you know, but uh, the ending stretch, I guess, just too much for this internet. Um, is there anything that you wanted to 
get out there. Again, we haven't been on for a while. Is there anyone, anything you want to relay to the, the listeners or anything like that? Oh, so I'm going to be riding solo at the next uh, tapings because my cousin and a bunch of the rest of the crew are going to uh, National Pro Wrestling Day, which is the same day. Oh, nice. And um, they're going to drive to Philly for that. And I didn't want to risk it because I don't think they want to go. They were going to go up for part one of it and try to make it back in time. But I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm just going to go ahead and do the ROH portion of it. That's cool. Um. Because you were undecided. You didn't know if you were going to go to that for a while. But. Yeah, well, yeah, it was the same day, so I was like, no. Because we didn't know when the next ROH taping was going to be. And then when I found out it was that sad, same day, it's that same Saturday, it was kind of like, okay. So, um, yeah, not gonna, not even going to bother with, with going. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't looked at really the card to see what's been updated on that. I know it's two events, it's free. And they, I think they have one in the afternoon and one later in the evening, I believe, I want to say. It's something like that. I know that you can stream what happens all day long for fourteen ninety five uh, on internet pay-per-view. So that's a lot of wrestling for 15 bucks. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I think a lot of people will be able to – I mean, if, it's, if this is the first one. So, you know, obviously they'll have it, and then they'll look at it, and hopefully they'll have a, co- a correction of errors, and they'll go in next year stronger, and it'll only get better. Right. Like they do with these cons, you know, comic cons and everything else. You know, it can only get better. But um, it would be nice to be a part of the first one. It's just that I just got a feeling that this next taping is going to be something, something maybe. You maybe. So? And, and then they're not going to be here again until I think June maybe. And they, I don't even think they, they set a date for sure on that. But Which is fine. I'm fine by that too because that one break was fine. I, I don't think that uh, – Baltimore got ROH for a whole year, pretty much, almost uh, every month. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we don't need them every month. I, I mean, I'd like uh, get the... us to the point where we where we uh get us to get places to the point where they they really appreciate having you around. I, I like seeing the them go to different places. Like they went to Pittsburgh, and then they'll be going to Chicago in March, and then New York, uh, WrestleMania weekend in April. And um, I think it's best if they do that and then kind of come back every three, four months to your guys' place. Because that, it seemed, I don't know if this is true, but it seemed like that was the most people ever at a Baltimore TV taping. We, I, You know what? I I noticed that it was a lot. I think that uh, it was, it reminded me of the very first one I went to. I'll say that, um, I'll say this, Lex, that, the way it's set up now, and I don't know how other people in Baltimore are, or they go to tapings, but um, I think the reason I find myself in moments where I get disattached if there's not a pay-per-view, because because I went to the event, I'm not really in that much of a hurry to watch the replay because my life's already so busy. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, to, to actually watch it when it airs, because yeah. I'm like, I already saw it. You know, I, even though there's stuff, I would miss like promos and uh, video packages, etc. But not being there. You know, it makes like, okay, I didn't see it. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I may have read a spoiler or whatever, but I want to see this. So I'm going to tune in. Right. So, you know, that's that's the difference. Um, and by the way, uh, the stream started working again, so we're on live right now. Um, I don't know what the hell's up with the thing, but it wants to work, so I'm not going to fight it. Um, I wanted to just say thanks for, st- thanks for those who showed up today in the live chat. That's awesome. Thanks for sticking with us and... 
you know, making the transition over from TWR Network to our, on our own has not been a necessarily smooth one. Um, it could have been a lot worse, uh, for sure. But I, I think I think we're in a better spot now to where we can focus on our personal lives and still get on the air once in a while, have fun with you guys. You know, it's a lot of fun doing this. Um, you know, but finding the time sometimes is just ridiculously hard. And uh, hopefully, yeah, Lex was trying to pull teeth with me, trying to get me <laughs> what day works with you. And I was like, uh, seriously, it wasn't like, you know, we just like, well, we, we, okay, both, let's just... we both have schedules where it's like, it's, you know, we, we can't plan months in advance. You know, we don't have the, uh, the nine to five or whatever it is. You know, we don't have those typical jobs, you know, both have children, yeah. both yeah. have wives that, I mean, they just always pulling our clothes off, wanting our attention. <laughs> and then on top of that. You know, we got a uh, there's a time zone difference. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's I I've just grown accustomed to putting Eastern time on everything now. You know, it's, <laughs> it's um, I like how you put it. You're like 3 p.m. <laughs> capital E S T. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that you know everyone's on the same page because even with promoting it, it's like, okay, well, we started at 12, we started at noon my time, and you know, it's already early evening for you so that's yeah. i don't know it's crazy um but yeah i just big thanks to everybody who's following us on twitter at ringside podcast uh we promote the show there a couple other things there uh find us on facebook search the ringside report ask to be added to the group i'll add you in there find us on itunes of course uh, YouTube channel, Ringside Report TWR. That's where a lot of the extra stuff is going, like the report, the, the solo show. Um, that's where we're going to start putting everything up there because for, for some reason iTunes has to be very difficult and um, you end up having to pay to put your stuff up there. If you want, you know, put, if you want to put like the whole catalog up there, you have to pay a lot of money to do that. I, I, not even the rant has the whole catalog up there, you know. Um, so we're going to put our archive stuff up on YouTube and, um, I think that's all we have to promote really. It's kind of weird not going into the whole TWR promotion skill or spiel. Well, why don't you, why don't you replace that with, um, I mean, just so people know, cause I know you probably may have it available or have it in the back of your head. Uh, what's ROH going to be up to in the next, uh, where are they headed to next? Uh, live event wise, uh, next spot they're going to is Cincinnati, I believe. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati next month, and um, yeah, it should be should be fun. They had a really cool. I I think they did it in a Masonic temple last time, and it looked really cool. So, um, you know what? Actually, since we are, I went on and um, I'm here, so I went and pulled it up. They're gonna be here in Baltimore this Saturday. Right. The TV tape in Cincinnati. Uh, February 16th at the Cincinnati Masonic Ten- uh, Center. Okay. Um, and then the 11th anniversary is going to be on 3-2, March 2nd, Chicago Ridge. So and then the definitely TV looking taping. forward to that. That's the pay-per-view, next pay-per-view. Yeah, and then there's going to be a TV taping the next day in Chicago. So. Yeah, so they get it nice. Well, that, that's going to be at, uh, yeah, same place. So they, yep. they get a back-to-back. Yep, absolutely. So I, Then Asheville, North Carolina. Isn't Tom... No, 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 I'm sorry. I think Tom moved. He was in one of the Carolinas. I think he was in South Carolina, but he, I, I think he moved back up to Pittsburgh or something like that. Uh, well, then they got a back-to-back in New York coming, right? 
Yeah, they'll they'll do the um, the Supercard of Honor Seven, which will be WrestleMania weekend, and then the next day they'll do the TV tapings in right there in the Manhattan Center. So that's gonna be awesome. So it's kind of like what they did when they did sits, and uh, last year two nights. They're just breaking it down. This time it'll be one pay per view and one TV tape. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, which I think is better overall. And then we'll have Border Wars again in May. Yep. And then a TV, TV tape. Taping. So it looks like they're doing pay-per-views and TV tapings the day after. Yeah, that's because their new, in, that's their yeah, new so. format. Uh, which is cool. I think uh, the Toronto, uh, the Border Wars pay-per-view, it's going to be, I guess their production company is in Canada. So that's probably going to be one of those pay-per-views that you can bet there won't be any production problems. You know, I don't want to guarantee that, but uh, those days of production problems seem to be at the, you know, at, we seem to be at the end of those, so. Um, gosh, is there anything else? I don't want to forget anything here while we're while we're pitching. Um, I there's you know we don't we're not on the TWR network anymore, but there are a couple of shows I do want you to check out. TNT Wrestling Power Hours, a fucking awesome show. Uh, whether you watch NXT or not, they do a good job covering it. Let basically getting you in the know for the next crop of WWE superstars. Um, also the Rant, it's a fine program. Um, you can catch both these on TWRnetwork.com if you want. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much all I have time to listen to these days. Um, but there are other good shows out there. Give them a listen. Uh, and I think that'll do it. Anything else for me, Lee? No, I'm all good, sir. Okay. Thanks for coming out, y'all. Yeah, thanks a lot. I don't know when the next show will be, so stay tuned to those um, social media outlets. And uh, we'll get you, uh, hopefully, uh, a show in the next couple weeks or so. So. Uh, it was fun, a lot of fun. Thanks for coming out, and uh, until next time, you guys have a good night. Enjoy the Pro Bowl. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Royal Ooh. Rumble. All right. Uh, <laughs> papers. Yeah, papers. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I didn't have any. Um, I didn't have any music uh, queued up here. No. Should we? Let's just go to the old Spotify. Not, not even an old uh, Snoop Dogg song you, you used to play. Uh, let's see what I've got here. We'll go to mainstream hip hop. And let's do. Gosh, there's a lot of songs in here. I'm trying to skim through them all. And, uh. <laughs> seeing some weird groupings here. But. Okay, let's, um. Uh, let's do the. Uh, yeah, this is perfect. Why not do this? Oh, wait. Uh, let me actually turn the volume up on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, once again, thanks for coming out. Until next time, for Lee, I am Lex. Good night, folks. Peace.
step up in this motherfucker just to swing in my hair. Bitch, quit talking, quit walk if you're down with the sick. Take a bullet with some dick and take this dope on this gym. Out of town, put it down.